0: Hey, Luna, this Let's... is Nick Perkel from WMSC. How's it going today? Good. How are you doing, man? Uh, doing pretty well. Just thinking of uh, some concerts coming up uh, this month. Just wondering, what was that tour like uh, when you were able to play um, Loud Park Festival in Saitama, Japan last year?
1: That was awesome. I mean, <laughs> just being in Japan in general was fucking rad. Yeah. And uh, just playing to that many people was... It was spellbinding. It was like, have never seen that many people throw a fist in the air to stuff that I'm singing. You know, it's pretty crazy.
0: What were the fans like at that show compared to, say, people at an L.A. or New York show?
1: It's the same kind of fans. Uh, it's just, I guess, a different country, <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
0: Any European tour plans in the works?
1: We'll wait until next year, I think, to go back to really make it worthwhile.
0: Any plans to uh, ever tour Southeast Asia, like maybe uh, a spot in the Philippines or something?
1: Yeah, we were gonna try and do that after Australia. It was hard because Japan was kind of in shambles, and I think we're just holding off for all the rest of the stuff, like South America and the rest of Asia, until next year.
0: Have you been able to write any new songs since you released Crisis?
1: We have like riff demos that we can demo tapes. We keep thrown together, but as far as like actual album writing, we haven't really sat down and had had a moment to just do that. Maybe after this tour, we'll start d- diving into that.
0: You think the next plan for uh, your band is an EP or an LP?
1: It's definitely an LP.
0: What's a typical set list uh, fans can expect when they uh, see you uh, on tour with Toxic Holocaust later this summer?
1: I think it's pretty much our album minus we don't usually play, um, so cherish disdain cause that one has synths in it and keyboard. So we don't do that one, but everything else on the album we'll play.
0: Did the title track, uh, crisis in utopia have any metalcore influences when you were writing it? It sounds a little bit like a shadows fall song.
1: Uh, that's probably a question for Eli. Cause that's one, that's his, one of his riffs. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think he uh, he is influenced by a lot of. He might have like some Shadows Fall influence in there, but I'd, yeah, I I see what
0: you're saying for sure. What are some arenas that you've played at that uh, you're most fond of the most?
1: Arenas? I don't think we've played in any arenas. Or arena clubs for... or
0: bars oh, okay. or whatever.
1: Shit, I I really like. Really depends what bands you're playing with what night of the week. As far as like everyone's being really accommodating, uh, I really like uh, the Triple Rock in Minneapolis because they have awesome like food and like everyone gets insanely wasted there all the time. So it's kind of like a mind eraser kind of club that we like going to and um, all the people are really awesome. The, uh, as far as LA goes, it's hit or miss sometimes, but we like three clubs. That's where we shot our video. They do a good metal night there. New York, the Gramercy was pretty awesome, but uh, the Nokia was pretty insane, too. I liked that one. But that was just, like, a different kind of experience.
0: What's your most hallowed memory as a musician?
1: Gee, that's a tough one. (laughs) Most hallowed memory.
0: With your band, Holy Grail?
1: Playing Loud Park, playing Bakken, were, like, the two raddest things ever. I'd say one of those two.
0: What do you think Beavis and Butthead would say if they saw your video from My Last Attack?
1: (laughs) I think they'd probably say, this guy sucks.
0: (laughs) What has been your most Spinal Tap-like moment?
1: There's too many to count. There was a time when um, we we had this, like... uh, fill-in bass player for a tour and he, he did these crazy windmills and they got caught Eli's headstock and so he was like attached to his guitar for like a whole song and they were like moving together like a pair <laughs> during the solo section, it was so awesome
0: <laughs> Yeah, enjoy uh, visiting used record stores?
1: I do but I always get afraid to um, ruin my records if I buy them but, uh, yeah, I mean, I collect a lot of vinyl, so definitely.
0: What would you say are your three uh, biggest treasures in your vinyl collection?
1: I don't know. I guess, like, the um, first Cloven Hoof 12-inch or, like, I have, like, Every Witchfinder General release. Rare, like, Prague stuff, like Orangutan or Jerusalem, like 70s Prague. It's kind of some of my favorite stuff.
0: What's your philosophy on people who tape trade through the mail? Or do file sharing on the internet?
1: I don't know. It's kind of gotten to the point where music's pretty much free. If you want to find it, you can, and uh, there's no stopping it really. But if you're a true fan, you'll and you want to support, it's out. There's, the means are available, and I usually do that through vinyl.
0: What's the craziest story you have from an interaction with a fan? There's this
1: one fan that sent me a message saying that he's uh that he was about to commit suicide but thanks to but he forgot he ordered our had our album and he put it on and it like changed his life and turned his life around and I thought that was pretty insane I never heard I never had anyone say it I never thought that would happen it was pretty cool he said that hearing my last attack was like Inspiration to not commit suicide, which is cool.
0: What music scene would you say you're a part of? There's not really
1: a scene in LA. It's all kind of split up. I would say it's, for the most part, thrash or traditional metal, any bands that are playing that stuff. But I haven't really seen scenes in LA. It's so big and there's so many bands around that it kind of slips into little pockets here and there. So modern metal with
0: classic. Influences, I guess. What are some pre-show traditions that are important to you? Stretching and drinking lots of water. After a great show, what do you like to do?
1: I usually don't eat before I play, so I like to eat right after. I like to sell merch or be at the merch table after our show, and then um, when the show's all done, usually uh, rest up and <laughs> get some shots, drink some beers. That's about
0: it. If you were a rock DJ, what three songs on Crisis and Utopia would you play the most?
1: I'd probably play uh, Blackest Night, uh, Immortal Man, and Requiem.
0: If your house caught on fire and everything was burned to the ground, but you were able to save one album, what would you save and why is that important to you?
1: I think for me, at this point, I've been listening to a lot of Scorpions. so I'd say Scorpions in Trance, because that one has everything I like about Hard rock and metal combined, and a very complete album, I think.
0: Any words for people seeing you perform live for the first time?
1: Expect a lot of hair and a lot of screams and a lot of notes and solos.
0: <laughs> when did being a singer for you go from something fun to being a career?
1: I think it's still fun. <laughs> I don't mean, know. I wouldn't consider it a career until I start really making money from it. So I guess I'm still at the fun stage.
0: What are your favorite things to do on the road for fun, besides, like, Uh,
1: read books or work out, go on walks, swimming, whatever we can find a pool. I like exploring or checking out, like, restaurants that are vegetarian or vegan, cooking whatever chance I can. I bring a little small set of cooking supplies so I can make some cool meals. I don't know. I just try and keep myself entertained and keep myself energized as much as possible.
0: What are your favorite beers?
1: I'm not prejudiced to beer really. If I was to spend money on it, I would probably go for Belgians or Germans.
0: Can you tell me some important shows you have coming up as well as where fans can purchase like your shirts and albums from like online?
1: Our MySpace has a link to purchasing our merch online and our shows coming up. I'm not I forgot which venues we're playing on the East Coast, but it's listed on our Facebook and MySpace. I just don't have it in front of me right now. Another big show we're stoked for is the Dragon Force show in uh, LA. But unfortunately, that's LA only, and it's not coming to the East Coast.